Love podcasts, hate football. It's the Wizards of Drivel podcast. Back <laughs> in the new year. It's been so long. So, so long. In fact, so long that I think we've probably got a new manager, which I don't think we've spoken about. We've gone unbeaten, which we've definitely not spoken about. We've stolen some players off Plymouth, which we definitely haven't spoken about. Um, what else has happened? Loads of stuff's happened. To join me, Chris, to talk about all the things that have happened. Um, do not confuse him with a banking chain. It's Tony. How are you? <laughs> the horrors persist, but so do I. Um, <laughs> no, all is well. We've had two managers, actually, I think, since we last spoke, since I last spoke to any of you, anyway. The unbeaten Paul Gallagher. Yeah. And then the unbeaten current one. Touch wood. <laughs> Fingers crossed. That'll all change now, thanks to the return of the podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> also joining Tony, I served with him in the rubbles of Stalingrad. It is George. How are you? I'm good, thank you, Chris. I'm enjoying the not Alex Neal of it all. <laughs> oh, that was another note I meant to tell uh, Tony and um, our other guest, who I will introduce in a second. The, the war game that me and George were playing last night, one of our team was also called uh, Alex Neal's Bald. So that was good. Uh, good good display names in the wars yesterday. But that other guest, it's only the bloody golden wizard himself, Dave. How are you? Watch this go over, then get a cup of tea. Belting. <laughs> oh, oh, it's um, Yeah, this is the first podcast of the year 2024, isn't it? In fact, did we do one in the entire month of December? Did that happen? Ooh, barely. Barely, if so. We we have been neglectful in our podcasting duty, um, which you know you, you know who I blame for that. Do tell, Ben Rowley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At him <laughs> next time. <laughs> um, I don't even know where to begin. Of course, we have a new manager. I don't. I feel like last time we had a podcast. I should have probably done research and found out what we spoke <laughs> about. But I feel like the last time we did do a podcast. Mr. Schumacher himself was uh, linked with us, and we were like, what's, whoa, okay, cool. Um, or maybe not. Maybe he'd actually signed for us. Who knows? Um, I suppose now we are several games in, um, the correct place to start, really, with you, Dave, is what are your thoughts on the man? Um, the cut of his jib is absolutely superb. It's just one of the best jibs you've ever seen. Now, contrasting that to a manager who's, who can only describe Alex Neal's jib as woeful. Um, they, this jib, is a this jibless. is a, a strong jib. jib. Yeah, he was a jibless man, Alex Neal. Hairless, jibless, <laughs> winless. Um, but yeah, uh, Shuey, as I'm gonna call him, Shuey's just he's just seems a, a really uh, first of all, a nice bloke, which is nice to have. Um, he seems uh, to know what he wants, and he's uh, brought some players back in, maybe bombed one or two out. Uh, but as with all these things, the proof is in the pudding, and the pudding in this case is an unbeaten uh, five games in the league, a decently battling cup performance against a much better opposition. Um, and, yeah, I just he just seems like... He fucking knows what he's doing, which is nice. Um, like it's it's not been um a non-stop, non-stop wonderland of partying, but uh good good results, 
decent football, particularly, I don't know, first half of the Birmingham game, um, bits of the Ipswich and Brighton games. But yeah, it's he's just not bold. And that's that's the best compliment <laughs> I can give him. He is he has <laughs> got like loads of hair. <laughs> yes, this is true. He has lots. Um, I'll 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 read the fixtures that he has been um, in charge of us for, just in case you forgot, because I have. Uh, so his first game, I believe, was the nil nil against Melwau, um, which is always a rubbish game. Uh, we Ooh. then beat Birmingham away three one. We drew one one with Watford on the twenty ninth of December. I uh, then drew nil nil with. Ipswich on New Year's Day, the Brighton game where we lost, but gutsy performance. And then yesterday, 1-0 away at Rotherham. George, George. Um, yeah, I mean, those five results are all right. You are our, our tactical man in the van. Um, you you obviously know things. Um, what what have you made of, I guess, the the change in Stoke. What has been, I suppose, the headline differences, apart from the fact that Shuey has hair, what has been the headline differences between Alex Neal? I don't I don't know Neil. what you're implying, Chris, that George is some kind of tactical expert and I've just given you the fact that Shuey has hair. Oh, uh, okay. Right. Yeah, you, you, you're he did imply George. that I live in a van as well, to be fair. So it's right. kind of... <laughs> Chris's question, George, is what do you think of the SS's tactics? Go ahead. Well, if it was anything like last night, Dave, it was woefully lacking. Good. Well, this was. I feel we've gone off topic from the question there, but I'm not. I can't remember what it was. It feels like a lack of imagination on your part. I think they were talking about the Second World War. I'm not sure why, but the important bit was whether or not. Statistically, I agree with the SS. Uh, Schumacher has more hair or fewer hair than no. the previous. Come uh, expected on, that we are, we, but, we, yeah, expected greater shininess. hair. It's a new, it's a yeah. new year. We let's try and stay on topic for at least the first five minutes. <laughs> George, the headline, the hairline, the hairline. No, <laughs> no. we've peaked. <laughs> See you again next year. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> what are the big take-home differences between this team as they were under Alex Deal and as they are now starting to emerge? Is he the, going to under fade the, under the SS? Yes. I. <laughs> oh, this is difficult now. I I think the big difference is that he's nice and they seem to like him and they seem to be happy playing football mm. and. Like there's some tactical stuff of he wants them to play forward, but I think it's basically just that they don't hate him. Yeah, well, that does make a difference at work, doesn't it? And they Not quite like him. playing football, and they're happy to like do riskier things and make mistakes. And yeah, it's just not overcomplicated. Mm. That seems to be the main thing. And you bring back someone like Lewis Baker, who the op- the old manager has just decided to dislike. Um, and magically, suddenly, actually, really good players can be quite good when you don't despise them. 
somehow. I don't know. I, I feel like making mistakes as like a, a symptom of how much you like the manager maybe suggests that Alex Neal was actually quite liked by quite a few players. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I take uh, George, George's point. He's, he's absolutely right. Yeah, it's just seen we've just got a sort of nicer vibe at the moment. I can't wait for it all to blow up in our faces spectacularly. It's just like, oh, the nice bunch of lads, they're trying hard. Like he just Lewis seems Baker. like a nice, normal human man. <laughs> and it's like, I can't really say that on a tactics Twitter, but that's basically the vibe I'm getting that don't, people I, play better when they've got nicer managers don't, there. Don't, don't blind us with stats and science, George. <laughs> I think he's six nicer than the previous manager. Six? <laughs> out, of, six. out of how many? I, I don't think a unit's six. necessary to turn it to be honest. <laughs> six, okay. <laughs> it, I mean, it does go. <laughs> I can't he's not Troy Deeney. I think we can uh, oh, uh, tell him that he's not Troy Deeney uh, at the moment. Anyway, uh, look. Um, shall we? Shall we talk about um, Rotherham? Because I'm yeah, sorry to on. hijack hosting duties, Chris, but fine, I think George has sent you onto a spiral. The um, time is just coming up. Oh no! Sorry, never mind. <laughs> oh yeah, we... talk about Rotherham. Yes, um, it was a shy what, game the... of football. It was properly, really quite stodgy oh. and not nice. Um, part of that was uh, Rotherham and that dirty ginger bastard Sam Clucas. I mean, what the fuck was he doing? Um, <laughs> he he was determined to have a great game in the same way when Ben Pearson's determined to have a great game. He will try and murder the nearest man mm. and. Um, it was uh, just a moment of quality that won it for us. I, I, I've I, seen three different videos now, all with some kind of premonition quality to them. Like, <laughs> so, so, someone either says, oh, this isn't going in, or there's one from the Stoke end which said, this is definitely going in, um, which is a, a rare thing to feel before a Stoke free kicks because I... I I've always felt in my X amount of years of being a Stoke fan that we can't do free kicks. We never had a good free kick taker. But um, Lewis Baker, if there's one thing I just love about him, is he can just fucking twat them from anywhere. And that <laughs> and that is very enjoyable because not only will you score a goal, which is great, you'll score an absolute fucking howitzer of a shot. And it's just like, oh, yeah, it's like from the Michael O'Neill slightly fun era of... Oh, yeah, good goal. Do that again. Do that some more. Uh, so when we aren't playing very well, having a sort of Steven Gerrard moment of, ah, fuck it, um, I, yeah. is very nice. I I think with the, you're absolutely right. The Rotherham game itself was, it was turgid and it, was, it wasn't a very good game. But it's the type of game where a few weeks ago, granted the start of the season, we scored the vast majority of our goals against Rotherham um like it was a game that uh, a few weeks ago you could easily see us drawing losing I mean we've done that before at Rotherham away we've always struggled somewhat um I yeah the, I feel yeah. like there was a demons being exercised thing because exactly they beat us twice last season one nil when we had like yeah. 50% of our shots for the season is... were in that game <laughs> exactly um, <laughs> so yeah <laughs> if nothing else this season we've we've it's time to take revenge on Rotherham United. Um, I think that was so the one. Buried what was it? They got like four points from one shot on target and scored oh. three goals. <laughs> Something <laughs> stupid like that. It's it was, it, Sorry. No, go on. Just, just, I think 
it it summed up quite nicely what it's been like since Schumacher's come in because it wasn't wasn't a good game, but it was fun. Mm. Even so, like it, even though like it was only a couple of shots on target before that free kick, it just like felt like it felt like we were doing something interesting. There was some excitement about watching us again, even mm. even when it, it was just nice. It was it was it, it was hashtag fun, and I think we saw that particularly in the cup game where we could just go for it and we kept going for it and like it kept working until then obviously at the end we went slightly too far for it and they scored and then again but it was again it was just like you don't you don't expect to concede a goal and then continue to exist you mm-hmm. expect us to just crumble and implode like a star or whatever as soon as we concede and now like we we just we just we're just doing things and mm-hmm. not conceding as much as we were as well as Couple of nil nils, not dreary nil nils though. As nil nils go, they've been quite entertaining. I think the main reason it seems more entertaining, even in the nil nils and the less good games, is the midfield seems to know what it's doing a lot more. Um, again, this is not backed up by any data; it's just backed up by the eye test. But uh, Berger is absolutely bossing games i love him he's yes. i think he's going to walk player of the season already i think mm. he's just um he's sh- he's showing he's got ability far beyond a lot a lot of championship players um also interesting that it's coincided with ben pearson being bombed out of the team and daniel johnson another alex neal mm. favorite um and so whether it's been whoever's been with berger um, whether it's Bay as a 10 or bringing Baker back or whatever, the balance of the midfield seems to work and we seem a little bit more creative. It's not like we're carving open hundreds of chances a game. It's just it looks a lot like they know what they're doing, which wasn't always the case previously. I tell you, that's, you've reminded me, and I don't want to forget and not mention it. The Ben Pearson yellow card yesterday was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Oh it was God. like... I mean, it it's was, not funny at this point. It's really I'm, fucking hot and annoying. Not, not to like slander anyone or say something you can't say, but it was match fixing. There's no other possible reason for it. It was the most <laughs> ridiculous thing I've ever seen. It was like I'm going to get legally. We I've cannot got, say it's match fixing. Well, it might not have been him that fixed the match. Maybe it was somebody else, and he just <laughs> made them loads of. Money. It was, it was the stupidest. Like honestly, allegedly, like, it was just like can I get? Like I've got one minute left of the game, having come on one minute ago. If I just dribble the ball away from a free kick that isn't ours and just keep going, I'd keep going until he. And you could see the ref going, "That's fucking Ben Pearson straight in yellow card." <laughs> Before he'd even blown the whistle, it was like, "You fucking cock." I wouldn't mind if he'd like properly booted it away as well. If he's gonna, you know, <laughs> waste time for us, like kick it over the stand or something. Don't just dribble it like five yards back. Maybe he was just showing he could dribble the ball because we've never seen that before. He must be like collecting them or something. Like he's got all the referees in the league on a little poster and he's (laughs) scratching them off as he goes. There's something fucking He must have about 15 posters though because he's going through the same refs. (laughs) That's what he'll do next. He will go through a ref just just to show, (laughs) just to impose himself. I'd be all right with that. That'd be interesting, at least, and he probably wouldn't be able to play for a few games. It is inter- Ben Pearson is an interesting one because, like, last year he was one of the players who I, I, I think I definitely thought, yes, he needs to be signed. We need him, and then 
this year. I mean, I know, I know. At the start of the season, we mentioned about the whole new way they they were implementing yellow cards. It was going to cost him, but <laughs> I don't know. It's just not really gone according to plan has it really for him? i've got a theory my my well, we've, we've we've just heard tony and it might get us in legal trouble <laughs> no, um... no, i've got another theory it's, it's less oh god actionable but i think my opinion of ben pearson varies dependent on the distance in time the the red shift if you like from when we still had joe allen and how well <laughs> i remember how shit joe allen was because ben pearson came in and he would he did successfully tackle people sometimes and he did occasionally find a Stoke player with a pass. Mm. And sometimes he was in the right sort of place and he's not terrible. Like he does some basic things quite well in ways that Joe Allen just didn't do. But now I've seen other players and I want that for Mm. me instead of like Joe Allen being the only option or Ben Pearson being the only option. Neither of those is definitely better. Mm. I think that's probably part of it that like, because Alex Neal just threw everyone from midfield onto the wings and said, please try and do something out wide. You kind of needed Ben Pearson to be everywhere there. So when he was doing well, he looked incredible because he looked like Kante. And then as soon as he dropped off, we had no midfield at all. And it turns out that just like not vacating the middle of the pitch for the entire game is is probably the better way to do it rather than just hope that Pearson's on form. <laughs> I think that's kind of what it seems like. All right, crazy stats stuff. This. <laughs> but also the match fixing. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's been... I don't I mean... really think he's like doing illegal betting. Oh, here we go. He's backing out on it now. For the record. <laughs> for, the, for the record. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's all fun, isn't it? Um, we've got some new players. That's something else that's exciting and new. We've got a goalkeeper. That's nice. Um, oh, yeah. I know it's easy to forget how we were with Jack Bonham, wasn't it? Um, I don't know. What do you... Is it, how do, do we say Iverson? Yeah. Yeah? Iverson? Iverson? Iverson, Iverson. It's spelt with an O either way. <laughs> Dan, Dan in... Overson? <laughs> He's long retired. <laughs> Big Dan in the nets. He um, he's he's coming, hasn't he? What are we what are we making of uh, of him? He's 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 not Jack Bonham mm. yeah. yet. It's, it's only a matter of time before. Yeah, it's only a matter of time before he either becomes Jack Bonham, um, and very ordinary flapping occurs, or in fact there was one moment of that, but um, and then. Or I forgot what I was going to say. Oh yeah, or he gets badly injured and goes back home, or he gets recalled for a different reason. I'd give it another two games. <laughs> I was getting, there was that point where it was bouncing on the edge, and he sort of thought he was going to catch it and realised he had to head it away. But I, was... th- I think he might be taller than Bonham, so that would have bounced too high <laughs> if Bonham was in net at that point. So I think we count that as a a win, an improvement. Yeah. I can't imagine Bonham successfully heading a ball like that on the edge of the area. I just can't picture it. Like it might have happened in a game I watched this season, but I just even now can't call it to memory or imagine it as a thing that could happen. But was that moment against Rotherham where Ivers Overson came out and claimed that that corner or cross and landed on his head 
Oh yeah, and looked like yeah, he yeah, yeah. dislocated it, and also both his legs or something for just a split second. He's like, oh Jesus Christ! Yes, but then yeah. he got up, and after a couple of minutes, he could walk again, and it was all right. But I was quite concerned. Yeah, just just give the the granddad something like play with a broken neck. You know, that's that's <laughs> what they did in the seventies. They just carried on, didn't they? <laughs> um, did, even if your arms got blown off by a landmine under the pitch, you're like, oh, carry on, you soft well, ass. Bert Troutman did play with a broken neck, didn't he? Famously. Uh, famously, famously. Also, one of the Nazis. Um <laughs> I, a bookend. I like it. That's very good. The duality of man. Uh Kundal also played. I thought Kundal was good. Uh got up oh, and yeah. down the pitch. Um Schumacher um was kind of a bit uh <laughs> cautious about his debuts. He was kind of like, yeah, some of his passing was a bit sloppy, and it was, but um you started to see the sort of um the qualities that you saw, if certainly if like me, you were watching some of his Plymouth highlights, he like he likes to sneak into the area like a little, like a Nazi. Um, <laughs> he's diddy though, he's little, let's just ignore that. Yeah. He's small yeah. and that really helps him like stealth in. Like when they put those like the prisoners of wars on torpedoes in the Channel Islands. But different. <laughs> and hopefully to be on the winning side at the end. Yeah, yeah. Critically. SS Barmy Army. Oh God. Oh, I do wish I do wish when we when just on the SS. Oh. I do wish that like with the club, when they're doing like snippets from uh press conferences, they wouldn't abbreviate him to SS. I do wish yeah. that wouldn't happen. I don't think I don't think we're helping, but also I think possibly we should have an amnesty on but, it after this. But if if you quote those out of context and it says SS, um, we need to be pre- we need to be More prepared organized. against Birmingham. We need to be organised against Birmingham. People are like Jesus Christ. Or if you SS praises travelling support. Um... All those people we, who we... tweeted asking for us to come back. I attack. Know. This is attack. their fault. Attack, attack, attack. <laughs> SS executes raid on like... Plymouth. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like lightning. <laughs> <laughs> At least none of our former players ever did any Panther things. because that... <laughs> Nobody's going to remember that, are they? That's, that's too weird. That's, oh, that's, too, that's, too, that's too long ago, Tony. <laughs> Let's just have five minutes naming animals. And then maybe we'll people will forget what's gone before. Peter Fox. Oh, <laughs> right, day no. one. All right, next. Hand, come on, handle, handle on this on this podcast. Um, I suppose classical music now is it? <laughs> We've got Birmingham at next weekend, and then we're away to Sunderland. Um. Oh god! So god, we've, I was like Birmingham. We've only just played them. Oh yeah, we played them. Begin so two new managers. Then <laughs> <laughs> oh, we beat Coventry, didn't we? Platinum. <clears throat> so I don't know. Like, what's <laughs> what? What's your hope for the end of the for the end of the month? I feel like we're going to lose one of these games now that as a podcast we've come back. Bir- um, Birmingham have just got Tony Mowbray, haven't they? Oh. Sunderland will have sacked Beale by then. <laughs> or they'll just be due a sudden renaissance. Oh, sorry, who somebody described him on Twitter as Danny Dyer's shit cousin. 
I just, yeah. I, what's, Are they what, the only two I, we've got left this month? This only two month. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we move into February and it's... Um, but I don't know. I Typically, we would ask, what are your hopes for the... Um, remainder of the season what's what do you think the ability is of this team i kind of just don't want a what i'm gonna do chris is every time we win i'm gonna say do you reckon we can make the playoffs and every time we lose i say well we still got a threat of going down you know um and that way i'll maintain an equilibrium yes but we're not, but we're not gonna lose years, again, to so that that's the issue because mm. we've drawn with ipswich who are the second best team there's only leicester who can realistically beat us now that's how the championship works mm. so we're on par with the second best team so if we just keep we'll just keep be- beating all these other rubbish teams yeah yeah it would be nice it would be nice um i suppose we have got leicester in we february have. yes the first the first game of february i t- i mean i don't know like what you, we've got a few I, days left of look, transfers look, we've got yeah i just don't know what to hope for anymore no, I nothing think, I, th- I, I don't know I, I, it'd be lovely to keep this unbeaten run going wouldn't it like uh, you'd hope that Birmingham still have enough kind of post-Rooney trauma to still be quite rubbish, um, despite Tony Mowbray being like an all right man- manager, like the 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 median championship manager. Um, before we roll into the sedate land, I mean Sunderland, um, I, I'd, I'd just like us to keep that <laughs> run going. Um, <laughs> they'll have a nice welcome for us, though, Sunderland. Like uh, <laughs> they're painting all their seats and their bars red and white for our visit, which is <laughs> good. Um, yeah, I would do. The, the truth is, Chris, I do not have the power of foresight, um, and I and I cannot tell you what's going to happen. So you no. wasted your you, you wasted your own and our time good. with this with this good, good news. Line of inquiry. Good news, good news Chris. Um, I have. We're at home against Birmingham. Yes, it's going to be nil one. And then we're away at Sunderland, and that's going to be one nil. As there's a famous Polish phrase actually, which which um, oh, no. mm. account accounts for this. It's very. I was going to say it's for hope that kills. <laughs> How much of this podcast do you think we're going to cut out? None. None of it. None of it. None of it. Excellent. Perfect. <laughs> just, just, just George. don't record it, <laughs> George. I like. It. Yes. You realise it has to be something extremely serious for there to be any editing in a podcast. <laughs> like, ah, oh. Dave, I've, I kind of feel a bit unstuck now because you've you've kind of pulled at the thread that is just just podcasting in general. You broke <laughs> like, the fourth wall, is what you've done. You've, <laughs> what, what you've done is you made me feel stupid for like asking any questions about football <laughs> because, because none of us know anything really. My, my my target for this year is to just not only bring down this podcast but bring down podcasting as a medium. Yeah, I think, I think, um, I think <laughs> there's oh, only that's... so much Jordan Peterson being interviewed on Joe Rogan's podcast that you can take before you realize the medium's kind of dead. And so, um, I think I've got a part to play in the wars to come. Mm. That's... That's mm. poor. Like six months ago, you had a shot at not the top twenty. Now you, <laughs> now it looks like you wouldn't even get on YYY files. I think it's right <laughs> to call you out at this point. A- anyone could get on YYY files, mate. Oh. Even Troy Deeney, <laughs> especially Troy Deeney. <laughs> You've broken me. I'll be honest. You've broken. <laughs> me. I, I don't. I don't even know. I don't know what to say. 
really. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the end of the season, Chris, to be honest. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the, just not I'm hoping that football ends. That's what I'm looking forward to. We'll have an excuse not to pod instead of just not doing it anyway. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you think the Rotherham fans like Sam Clucas? <laughs> Probably. He scored, that he scored good a good goal. Yeah, him. he scored a good goal, didn't he, the other mm. week? I know. Mm. Bless him. Yeah, yeah was he nice was. Story. He was. It was. It was similar to when he played against Swansea for us. I think. I'm glad. Well, that's the thing. I'm glad we've not become uh, a Swansea for him at Rotherham. If you know what I mean, like. He because he did always seem to raise his game when he was with us when we played. I think it. he he did raise his game. He just he was he didn't shit. Win. He was shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rotherham were never. Ben shit. Ben Pearson told him he wasn't shit. allowed to raise his game too much. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, uh, <laughs> I don't know what what else do you want to talk about? Because like you you yeah. I feel stupid asking any questions. <laughs> nothing I'm, nothing I'm, pre I'm actually nothing pre nineteen fifty. No, no. Just draw a line under nineteen fifty now. I think. Ceausescu, fair game. Go for it. Um. Yeah. Which historical dictator post nineteen fifty would be the best Stoke manager? Do we think? Oh, oh, Saddam. oh, Saddam, Saddam. That's a that is a that's an interesting shout. He's, he's Always rated him gold. Yeah, mm. yeah, solid. Yeah, he wouldn't subscribe to like the new manager model that would he with a head coach or anything. He'd be no a, more beheaded coach. Oh, that probably yeah. actually really happened, didn't it? In which case, it's not funny. <laughs> Fuck. Do you think any dictator would subscribe to a head coach model? Or do you think they're all just a bit too much centralised power? Like Barry oh, Franco? Franco? Franco might be a bit more sort of modern. But Beresi? Bring in a director of football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And, you know... He'd fit in with the the Ben Pearson model of fixing games, wouldn't he, Franco? <laughs> Famously, um, I'm I'm done. I'm done. Um, I don't have anything else to say. Um, is there anyone you would like to feed to a hippo? Um, yeah, the uh, the Joey Barton. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's been, I feel yeah, like we might have done that last time. Out. I feel like yeah. he's he's kept the grift up for a while. Um, Did he start at that point? Yeah, probably. I, I don't know. He's, he's gone, earned it again. He's gone quiet last few weeks, though, hasn't he? After after the whole serial killer thing, he's kind of gone a bit quiet. Um, presumably, he'll pop up in a few weeks when the subscribers drop a little bit, and he has to churn. Yeah, out this is why opinion. podcasts need to end. Podcasts are the great Satan, and we need I, to stop them. Well, as well, it's kind of like any good British sitcom. Like, it should be short, and the run should finish, and that's it. Mm. Done forever. It shouldn't keep going on. Um, and God knows we've tried to finish this podcast enough times, but we're still I've, here. I've had an idea for a side project we could do that isn't a podcast, right? We could do still like a thousand year, right? I was thinking something different, um, trying to change that 
idea to something else. Um, no, like something heartwarming and David and Goliathy, we could do sort of like maybe another radio play actually, but like set in the late nineties in the sort of scenes of like the aftermath of don't fucking finish my sentence. The aftermath, like in, in the dust of um, when Lou Macari's gone and uh, we could call it uh, Chick Bates versus the Stoke office. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. <laughs> wasn't worth it, was it? I don't. That's chick baits for this is the stake. <laughs> One for the kids and also the zeitgeist. Um, and Toby Jones fans, of course. Oh, it's the yes. Sorry, yeah. I'm with it now. See, yeah. no one can say that we don't have our fingers on the pulse of current affairs and pop culture. <laughs> I think it's time to go because it's going to kick us off any second. So, Tony, thank you very much. No, thank you. Sorry about the badness. <laughs> Dave, it's been fun. Screw you, Fujitsu. <laughs> George, have a nice night. You too, Chris. Hope my oh. dad's enjoying listening to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy New Year, <laughs> Mr. Weaver. See you in the future, Stoke fans. Sorry about the Nazi stuff. Good boy. It wasn't your fault, Dave. You weren't even alive. <laughs> I was just following orders. Oh, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>